Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Make It Musings podcast. You waited ages for the first podcast of 2023, and now you've got another one coming along quite quickly afterwards. These things are like buses, aren't they, really? You wait ages for one bus, and then two come along at once. Although, in the UK, to be fair, two will often come along at once, even if they come along half an hour after the previous two buses turned up. So, that doesn't really count, does it? Anyway, I'm diverging so let's rein this in and explore the subject of this podcast which is three wishes i may have done something like this before so my apologies if i'm treading over old ground but i find it to be quite a fascinating subject and there was a prompt a writing prompt and i've done a blog post on this which is scheduled to appear in february And it's a little bit different because the prompt is you get three wishes from a genie, but one of those wishes will not come true, which in my mind makes me think this genie is actually not up to code because the whole point of three wishes is to get three wishes. But there's a very easy way to guarantee getting exactly what you want out of these wishes. And that is something I'm surprised more people don't actually say when they're wishing you wish to be omnipotent you wish to be basically all-powerful it's then of course something that the genie kind of has to grant if if that's your only wish if you wish for that three times then the genie has to grant it you know if, if two of the wishes are guaranteed to come true then boom they wish you to be omnipotent and if they do that with you know the first wish, then it frankly doesn't matter. If they do it again, it becomes irrelevant at that point. If you're suddenly all-powerful, then you don't need the other wish. You don't need any more wishes. You've got to think about what to do with the genie, because the genie could be a means for someone else to wish away your powers, if you are not careful. So my solution to that is, if you're now suddenly all-powerful, you simply snap your fingers, the genie is free, they don't have to grant any more wishes to anyone ever again, you cap their powers perhaps so they can't take away yours, and you promise to keep an eye on them to make sure they don't cause mischief, because after all you don't want them going around suddenly causing harm to people, and then you can settle into your newfound powers and abilities you literally have the means to completely reshape the universe at any and every level at any point in space and time of your choosing which is daunting but with your newfound powers you have the means to well bend everything to your will right wrongs maybe right wrongs of the past if you're so inclined and you would find yourself in fairness if you are a a decent person you might find yourself thinking what should I do how far do I go in changing the universe to my design because I'll be stepping on numerous toes I mean We know for a fact, of course, there's life here on Earth. And how do you then choose for billions of human beings what the right way forward is? 
you have to really think about some of your decisions very, very carefully. And for you know, of course, and if you're omnipotent, you would know, the universe could be teeming with lives, trillions upon trillions of beings, and your decisions could have untold impacts upon them all. On the other hand, if you're omnipotent, then the next thing you do is you make yourself omnipresent. You exist anywhere and everywhere throughout all of space and time, and you can see the impact of your decisions before you've made them, which might help you make your decisions, of course. Certain things I would like to believe would you would have to kind of correct. I mean, could you stand by and watch the Holocaust unfold? Would you, you know, be able to sort of let that happen again effectively? Or would you feel you'd have to somehow sort of step in, even if it was something simple like forcing people to a negotiating table rather than, you know, wiping out their free will? What if you take smaller steps, but those steps are to ensure that acts of great violence and atrocity do not happen again, or that you erase previous such acts from history. It actually throws up a lot of quandaries, doesn't it? If you have this power, how then do you use it? Who are you, even with this power, to decide what's best for each and every other human being? Ultimately, even as effectively a god, you've got to bear in mind that you don't get to speak for everyone. And your you know, ideas of what's, of what's right, what's wrong, won't necessarily be shared by the person that you call neighbour. So you have, to, you have to really think about how you're going to do these things. On the flip side, of course, with these powers comes the means to have some fun. If you want to create a mini universe that's based entirely off Star Wars and, and play in it for a few thousand years, you can. It's the same with, with anything else, really. You want to strut around the street as a real-life Iron Man, you absolutely could. There's no end to the fun possibilities you could have. Uh, I mean, if you were feeling particularly mischievous, and I might think of this in a football sense, I might tweak a few things so that Liverpool Football Club are continuously successful and that England might win uh, a World Cup or two. That would probably break the universe. In fairness, it would stretch credibility to breaking point, but nonetheless, I would... Uh, seriously consider things like that. So, you know, you'd have that angle to play with. And, you know, you, 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 could, you could do all kinds of things. You know, one of the things which occurred to me, I don't know if there is an afterlife beyond this mortal coil. Obviously, I hope there is, but everything I understand about science and logic and the observable universe gives me doubts. But if I'm this all-powerful being, I can create 
an afterlife. And I can go back in time and create an afterlife going back all the way to the birth of the universe. So that every being is, you know, they pass on to this, this next, after, you know, this afterlife. And therefore, through that, I know I will always be able, for example, to have contact with with my nan and granddad, uh, with my mum and dad, with with everyone that I love. You might then be thinking, well, that's all well and good, but what about the stuff which we deem to be evil and cruel, and the people who do those things? Do they get welcomed into an afterlife? Do they get welcomed into your version of heaven? Do you create something else for them? Do you create for them a place of punishment? The thing about that is, is that the idea of an internal punishment with no hope of redemption or atonement has never sat well with me. Uh, I am a believer, to a point, in second chances. And, you know, there are, of course, some things that you can't really uh, very easily sort of come back from. But, nonetheless, I I would feel kind of compelled to try. Uh, I would feel I would have to do something to offer these souls a chance. And it might be a case of you know, putting them out there for 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 their victims in in those situations to to judge to offer them the opportunity to to speak face to face to the ones they've hurt and have them determine how they can atone if they can atone and how long that process might take. So that would be my uh, my my process, I guess, with that. And you know, I don't pretend it would be an easy, straightforward process. But I kind of feel like I'd have to do that. I couldn't just punish someone for eternity with no hope of anything changing. <laughs> In some cases, I might sort of think it's not really worthwhile trying, but I'd have to all the same. Uh, like, you know, it, it would be difficult. Of course it would, but I think the effort, the effort would have to be made. And, you know, inevitably, if, if people come to be aware of you as being a god... They might even think you're the God, who knows. You'll have people who will see what you do as as wrong. And that's fine, you know? I mean, there are stories within the pages of the Bible that I think are, are frankly, quite cruel and quite terrifying. And you know, I, I question some of that. So... I'd expect to be on the receiving end of same. Ultimately, I'd have the means to stop things like world hunger, 
end terrible diseases, stop stop a lot of this stuff before it even happened. And you kind of then think to yourself, does that not also mean I have a moral obligation to step in? There is an expression, and you may well have heard it if you're a comic book fan, you'll know this straight away, you'll know where it's from straight away, that with great power comes great responsibility. A simple expression, but very, very true. If you have the means to help someone, if you have the means to right a wrong, then are you not obliged to do so? With this incredible power that I would hypothetically have, would it not be a moral obligation to use it for helping people? And not simply in the manner that that we see in society today. We so often get this whole hope and prayer message, which is the most, in terms of tangible action, the most pointless gesture in the world. I'm talking about having the power to affect real change. Would it not be something I would be obliged to do? And I think to myself, yes, I would. I would have to step in and do something. The danger, of course, is you step in, you do the wrong thing, but you'd have the means, as I say, as this omnipotent, omnipresent being, you'd have the means to see and know the outcomes of your decisions and to reshape them. So I'd like to think that it would be a case of just taking a bit of time thinking about it, you could get it right. Who knows? I mean, it's obviously a hypothetical. It's very difficult for the human mind to imagine having the scope of all of space and time at your fingertips. But, you know, these these are where my thoughts take me. These are where these prompts take me. And, you know, it's been quite a fascinating series of journeys so far down a number of different rabbit holes. In fact, there are, you know, there, was, there were so many more of these prompts lined up. And I'm really looking forward to sort of sharing them with you all one by one. At the moment, we're in, as I say, the middle of uh, February, but there are, Many, many more to come. I don't doubt that. Um, I mean, just as an example, well, I, mean, I won't necessarily go into this now, but there will be another post coming up, which also touches upon, you know, metaphysical stuff. But I'll come to that in another in another podcast as well. But that's so. That's my thoughts and rambles for this morning. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, stay tuned for more.